So what happens when you combine my insane curiosity with some of the world's most interesting people? You end up with incredible conversations full of stories, insights, and the defining moment that made them who they are today. This is The David Spizak Show. Hi, I'm David Spizak. Thanks so much for listening. So today, I'd like to share with you just one of those experiences that uh, that you have in life. And, you know, it's we didn't go anywhere dramatic. Uh, it wasn't uh, some big special event or anything like that. Um, it was one of those times when you just kind of hang out at home. And uh, we didn't have anything planned. There was nothing scheduled, nothing on the calendar. And it was just my wife and I and our two young boys, Jackson and Jagger, Jackson's eight, Jagger's six. And we thought, why don't we do a movie night? That hasn't happened that many times over the last few years. And as the boys uh, are now getting older and of the age that they can really just sit and watch a movie, hang out with us, we thought it might be fun. So she said, hey, why don't you um, look up some movies and pick one? And so I did. I looked up uh, a bunch of movies and I selected one called Wonder. And man, I'm so glad that I did because it turned what we thought was just going to be, you know, an, uh, an ordinary night hanging out at home into an extraordinary night because it gave us an opportunity to not just watch a movie, but to experience something together, to learn something together. And I wanted to share it with you because it's one of those moments that you have Uh, whether you're thinking about things in terms of relationships with friends, relationships with loved ones, maybe your relationship as a parent to your kid or the other way around. But there was a line in that movie, a single line in that really incredible movie that really stood out to me. And the line was just, your deeds are your monuments. Think about that. Your deeds are your monuments. And the book was written by a gentleman named R.J. Palacio, was turned into this movie about a young kid, 11 years old, named Augie, whose face had been greatly disfigured because of a series of over 20 surgeries that he needed to have just literally to live, to see, to hear, to breathe, and to exist. And because of these surgeries and the fact that it disfigured him, of course, understandably, You know, he was quite sensitive about his looks, as any of us would be. And imagine if you were in his position, and for the first time after being homeschooled your entire life, you learned that you're going to be going to school in the fifth grade, starting middle school. And his parents had done their very best to try to prepare him for this over a period of time, but now that time had come. And and Augie, this character, this fifth grade character, had really fallen in love, uh, almost like with a security blanket, with a spaceman's helmet that he received as a gift. Because when he had that helmet on, everything disappeared. He didn't have to think about how he looked. He didn't see himself in the mirror. It was just him as a being, him for his thoughts, his intellect, his intelligence, his wit, and nothing else. But of course... He can't wear a space helmet to school. And so he had to jump on that school bus on that first day. And of course, 
the worst thing imaginable happened. Every kid stared, uh, were gawking at him and talking under their breath. And Augie knew all too well this pain that comes from that. So my kids and I and my wife are watching this, and I'm watching the reaction. And in the first few minutes, as kids that age are prone to do, they're kind of you know, fidgeting around and not really into the movie. But when it came to that particular scene, it just grabbed them. You see, our kids are in the second and kindergarten uh, right now, second grade and kindergarten right now. And we talk all the time about how important it is to treat everybody the same, to not judge people, and to treat everybody, take the time to learn who they are, what they're about, and not so much focus on, you know, where do they live, what do they look like. And so all of a sudden, it was so interesting and, and so uplifting to us. We both smiled at each other as both of our boys just got completely zoned into this movie and the journey that Augie had in school. Well, his fifth grade teacher, Mr. Brown, happened to bring up this particular saying, your deeds are your monuments. And what that simply means is at the end of the day, when we leave this earth, we will be remembered for what we did. We will be remembered for the impact that we had on one another. We'll be remembered for the kindness that we showed in any or every type of situation. We won't be remembered for what we drove, where we lived, or anything else that's material in nature. And I've, this just struck me in such a significant way. I guess, number one, because I got to be a parent, a dad, literally watching our boys get impacted by something in real time, something I don't think is ever going to leave them. Um, in fact, they said that that was their favorite movie ever. Can you imagine? Not a Pixar movie, not a Disney movie, not... Um, Despicable Me or any of those any of those movies this movie because it touched them in a really profound way and so that that sentence that that really short sentence it just seems so impactful in the moment and it just hasn't left my mind since it's such a reminder that what I do on each and every day how I interact with people do I leave them better than I found them? Am I finding some way to uplift somebody each day? And am I making some contribution in some small way to making this world a better place? And by the way, you know, it really does cause me as a human being, as a parent, to level up because it's just such a reminder that my kids aren't just going to learn from what I say. No, they're going to learn so much more, multiples of that, from what I do. And so I'm stuck on this statement. Your deeds are your monuments. It's a wonderful thing to think of because at times, number one, we kind of may get distracted in life. We may get kind of uh, off our axis in thinking that it's all about accumulation. It's about accumulation of wealth. It's about 
accumulation of income. It's about accumulation of things, new cars or a better place to live, right? New clothes, whatever it might be, a new phone. But it just is yet another reminder to me that it's no different than when I go into my kid's room and I go into their playroom and I look at so many of the things that we bought them and I think about the fact that in each and every case, that's something they wanted more than anything on earth at that given time. And in each and every case, it was just a matter of time before it faded, before it was no longer able to capture their attention, much less be that thing that they always dreamt of having. And it made me think, how many times does that happen in our adult life? How many times do we just get distracted, get knocked off course into thinking that, hey, if I could just do this, if I could achieve this, if I could buy this, if I can go here, go there, that's really what's going to make the difference. That's going to be the defining moment. Boy, nothing can be further from the truth. As I sit here now within a month of my 63rd birthday, I could tell you unequivocally I'm not thinking of any of those things. And I could tell you unequivocally, in each and every case, I'd honestly rather have my money back than have those things that might be sitting in my house, or worse yet, they're gone. They're either in the garage, maybe they're in a mini storage somewhere, or they're just gone. Donated them. Thank God something good came out of it. Because the reality is, that it is truly our deeds that are memorable. And I could say without any hesitation that as I interact with other people, people that I work with, people that I know, people that are friends of mine, my own family, it is without a doubt the things they've done, their kindnesses, them going the extra effort, them doing things without expecting anything in return. It's those things that I remember about everybody and that I will always remember about anybody and everybody who's ever had an impact on my life from the time I was young to who I am right now. So how nice would it be, how worthwhile would it be if you took the time to just sit down and just maybe make a list of your monuments? These monuments are not made of stone. They're made of acts of kindness. They're made of thoughtful gestures. They're made of going above and beyond without expecting anything back in return. So what are those? And I want you to really take the time to consider that we have the opportunity to build a monument every single day. We don't need anything more than what we have right now. We don't need to be a single step beyond where we are right now. But what kind of monuments can you build for your kids today? What kind of monuments can you build for those that you work with, for your friends, your loved ones, or even a stranger? You have an opportunity like I do, like we all do to build a monument literally 
at any given time on any given day. And that reminds me of one of the most impactful things in my life. Um, And it was a funeral that I went to for um, a gentleman by the name of George Hicks. And George Hicks was a, lived in a small town, just, I don't know, maybe 10,000 people or less. And he was a manual laborer for pretty much all of his life. And when he passed away, uh, I remember going to the church. I was married at the time, and it was my ex-wife's grandfather. He was the nicest guy in the world. Um, certainly to me and everybody I ever saw him interact with. But here's a gentleman that lived in a very, very small two-bedroom house. And amazingly, by the time he passed away, he actually managed to own not one but two homes and had accumulated some money in the bank too just by living uh, frugally within his means. Proof yet again that you know you don't have to make an insane amount of income to live an extraordinary life. This man lived an extraordinary life. This man had deep relationships with his friends, with his family. And so when it came to his passing, his funeral, to celebrate his life, they had a couple things that struck me. Number one, this was a massive church, um, Calvary of Temple Church. And I don't know how many people could sit, but it was hundreds and hundreds. I can tell you this, there wasn't an empty seat in that entire church. I can tell you this, there were so many people it spilled over into the vestibule of the church and they had to set up speakers out the outside so people can hear. And I can tell you this, when the priest got to the point in the service where he said, would anybody, if you'd like to say a word about George, please come up, a line formed. And so many people wanted to take the moment to just say something about this man. This man who was a farm laborer or manual laborer, I should say man who was a very decent, honorable man. But to anybody from the outside, they would have thought, what kind of life could he have left? What kind of monuments could he have built? Well, it turned out plenty. Because each and every one of those people stepped up and just said the most extraordinarily kind things about George, as you could imagine. But the one thing I kept hearing them say over and over and over again was how kind this guy is and how he never said a cross word about a single human being in his entire life. So this gentleman, the fact that he had sold out his funeral, so to speak, was just proof positive that we really can build monuments with our deeds. I've never forgotten that moment, not to this day. And it's the very reason why I've said since then, I don't need to sell out an arena. I don't. I do want to sell out my funeral. I do want people to see that I stood for something. I do want my kids to know that on any given day, you can have a positive impact on another person, on a community, and in this world, just by ourselves, 
And so I hope this sharing the story about this movie and how it really connected dots full circle for me takes me back to that moment when I was at George's funeral service and reminded me of it because during this movie, this young kid, this 11-year-old who was struggling, who was just trying to figure out how am I going to get to the fifth grade, who withstood bullying, who withstood people making fun of him, talking behind his back, harassing him. At no time did he lose his dignity. At no time did he change his character. And at no time did it stop him from building monuments based on his deeds, based on his kindness. I'm not going to tell you anything more than that because I don't want to ruin the experience of seeing this movie. And I will tell you, you should see this movie whether you have kids or not. I can promise you without a shadow of a doubt, you will see what I mean. You will feel what we felt. And it will impact you, I believe, in a really profound and positive way. And you too will instantly know when you watch this movie, you will be reminded of the fact that it, it really is true. Our deeds are our monument. Go out and build a monument today. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to The David Spizak Show. If you haven't yet, please click the subscribe button and leave a rating wherever you're listening right now. I look forward to having you back in the room where it happens. Thank you.